Welcome back to Views from the 50 NFL podcast, where we provide coverage on all things NFL. I'm your co-host, El Jefe, and I'm joined here by my fellow members of the SFN crew. How's everybody doing tonight? We're here, man. Another week. Spending hours in silence. You know how it is. <laughs> you know, man. Um, I kind of just feel like I'm, I'm in my feelings, you know. Things have gone down these past couple of weeks. It's just a little too much, you know, too much. I don't know. I don't know. I got to figure it out. I'm in survival mode. There's an artist, you know, survival. I'm in survival mode. Shout out to Canada. Well, you know, speaking of survival mode, there's four teams in the NFL that are definitely in survival mode, and they and and they get to match up a little bit with each other this week, and they also have a three percent chance of making it into the playoffs. I'm talking about the Vikings, the Panthers, the Bears, and the Broncos. The Vikings and the Panthers get to play each other, and the Bears and the Broncos get to play, play each other. So two of these teams pretty much are potentially completely out of the playoffs after this week, and two of them may still have just a small bit of hope, maybe to make the playoffs this season. How, how, how do y'all feel about these, these four franchises? I mean, this is, it's for two. I mean, for, for one of them, at least, I think it's interesting that they're 0 and three, but at the same time, I don't see why not. So, I mean, let, let's look, let's look at last week, you know, Denver Broncos going up against the Miami Dolphins, you know, 70 points. What a time to be alive, you know, what a time, but yeah, what a time to be alive. But I, I do think that the, out of, out of the four teams that are left that are winless, I think there's more life available for the Minnesota Vikings, right? Um, you know, they're 0-3. I, I think that they are the best team out of the four to still stand a chance. Um, I think that Minnesota has the better chance of taking care of the ball. Um, you know, I, th- I think that, like, you know, guys like Chicago, Denver, they're, they're, they're you know, they're so far gone into, you know, what they've seen. There's a lot of uh, they're just beat up, you know. They've been beat up this first these first three games, so you know I think Minnesota just has the best chance, and you know I think Kirk Cousins can thank me later for for the shout out, you know, the uplifting for these guys, and can just thank me later. So you know, take care, take care, Minnesota, take care. Okay. I mean, wow, there's a lot of crazy references in there, but uh, yeah, I'm we're not gonna even honestly, you know, what, honestly, 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 never mind, never mind. I, I shouldn't have said anything. Wow, that's my fault. Wow, that's my fault. I'm not even, I, I, I tried, even... I tried to, I tried, I tried to send a care package to Minnesota, but you know, you guys are, you guys are really taking things out of context, so you know, yeah, I'm just gonna leave all that alone and I'm gonna say. This, um, I'm not surprised the Panthers are 0-3 at all whatsoever. The Bears, uh, I can also put them in that category. I, I know they made a lot of different tri- uh, trades last offseason or, or right, I'm sorry, right before the season ended and um, they tried to get things moving. But I mean, I don't, I just don't think that franchise is, is capable of doing much in the foreseeable future. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a guy out there that, that that wishes he remained retired. And I'm talking about you, Sean Payton. Like you said, 70 points. That's crazy. We haven't it's seen that in how many years? And how many years has it been? I mean, it, it, I don't even think we were alive that many times that, that, uh, that many points were put up on a scoreboard. So mm. uh, that's just, that's just crazy. Um, but I'm curious if the Vikings lose this week, to the to the Panthers, 
and they become 0 and 4. Does Justin Jefferson request the trades? Is is that loading? Could that be coming up? Um, no, no, because honestly, this is the point where you tank for Caleb Williams if you go 0 and 4, um, because yeah. he's coming out of the draft. I mean, at the end of the day, this is Kirk Cousins' last year in his contract, so you know, whatever happens, happens there. If they want to move him and then just play the backup, you know, for the rest of the season and win two or three games, that's fine. But they, at this point, if they lose on Sunday, they're definitely taking for Caleb Williams, and I have no issue with that. Um, because Jettis deserves better, you know, at the end of the day. So um I see it coming that way. What if the Bears you know, or Broncos you know, have that same plan? Yeah, that's that was another thing that I was thinking about. Um, if Sean Payton loses against the Bears this week, honestly, they might even they might call for his head this week also, because the Bears actually those two playing against each other, those are probably the worst two teams in the league right there. So I mean, one of the two, it'll be like a coaching change or coaching shift that's coming in some capacity, but they're both awful. <laughs> they're both awful. That's it. Now, Wayne, Wayne, let me, let me ask you, yep. you don't, you don't think, you don't think the motto for, you know, like Kirk Cousins or Sean Payton, you don't think the motto will be over my dead body. You know, I, I feel like you should you know, tell these guys to take care because, you know, if, if they lose, you know, things are going to shit. There's other things going to shit. I agree. I agree. I I definitely can see um either Sean Payton or Iberflus's uh hotline blinging after they lose on uh, mm. Sunday. You know, so it might be a little rough. Um, <laughs> the way that uh the way that it's going and the way that you know that teams have been playing for both of them. You can I could even see Justin Fields with them taking a jump back with him and maybe him being on like a trade deadline for another team. If he still keeps failing the way that he's failing, because he's not looking good at all, um, so yeah, it, it's gonna be some fire coming soon. Coming soon. Week four always brings that kind of drama. And and what yeah. about the Panthers, man? If they start zero and four, do they give up on on Bryce Young already? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, these four teams they're on their worst behavior. So you know, but I mean, we're we're reading what's going on. It it, it won't be too late, you know. It's it's not too late. I know we're reading it right now. We're reading what what it looks like right now, but it's not too late. Yeah. yeah. Speak speaking of it's not too late, man. There's a team that 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 avoided an zero and three start, the Cardinals, and there's a team that ended up winning back to back without Jonathan Taylor in the Colts, and they beat two franchises that right now should be undefeated. Um, this is this is crazy. I mean. How do how do y'all feel about these teams just doing what they did this past this past Sunday? Well, Sav called me on a uh, on a weekday. Well, he called me on Sunday during the game. I I didn't get a chance to answer, so I know he has a lot to say about the Cardinals beating up on the Dallas Cowboys. So, Sav, um, you know, how do you feel? Uh, you know, in the heat of the moment, you know, these guys. They they had the motion. They had the motion against the Cowboys, didn't they? It's it like dreams money could buy. The way they defeated the Cowboys. That was a good win. It was it was a good win for them. They took it and they handled it well, and they pretty much did what they were supposed to do. They went in there and handled business, and that's what it was. Oh, that's that's it. It wasn't you know. Oh yeah, the short and sweet. Oh, okay. Yeah. No no slander this week. Oh no. 
Oh wow! No, no, no. The way I mean, the, the way the way we had our conversation, I was I I I wanted to tell him to pipe down, you know, but the way he, you know he he said the the Cardinals' offense was way too sexy. Um, he was telling me, you know, when he was looking at Joshua Dobbs, you know, he, he was like, "Poppy's home." That's what he told me. I was like, you know what, nah, man, you know, Dallas just had a had a soft week, but the the real story is. The the Indianapolis Colts have found a way to win without Anthony Richardson two games in a row without um, Jonathan Taylor. They they are finding ways to click, and that is a team that we need to be aware of because the AFC South is. I, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars should have that division wrapped up, but it is it is a softer division, and the Indianapolis Colts are firing on all cylinders. At least what it looks like right now. So. You know, who's to say that they can't come out there and win the division, especially when they get healthy? You know what I mean? So, you know, pulling off a win against the – What do you mean by healthy? When they get Anthony Richardson back because Gardner Minshew – yeah, Gardner Minshew is out there. And then if if, if Jonathan Taylor does find the field for Indianapolis, you know, he – they him and Jim Irsay work things out and he finds the field for Indianapolis. Who's to say that they can't run the table when the AFC's out? So – you know, like, last season, every... I feel like Jonathan Taylor coming back is going to mess up that dynamic, in my personal opinion. It's just he's going to expect a certain amount of touches. And the way that mm-hmm. they're playing right now is evenly distributed, evenly distributed offense in my from what I've seen. Like it's it's a 50 50 slate from them actually throwing the ball and running the ball and and running the ball in efficient situations and then throwing the ball in certain situations, running a lot of play action. And that's what Gardner's good at because he can get out of play action situations, run out bounds and and get down if he needs to. But it's more so with Jonathan Taylor coming back and seeing what he did and knowing what he's capable of doing, what is that going to do to the dynamic of the offense? I feel like that is going to change it to – I won't say a significant amount, but then the looks will be more so pertaining on him. And like I said, with him being out four weeks, I feel like, yeah. And, and but but the whole situation was you started out because you were holding out, and then it was like you went on the public because of an injury, apparently. So it's it's a lot going on there. And as as a player, you got to take into the emotions of players too, like. Damn, bro! Like your O line, like you, you just want you want want tweak for some money, which understandable. Like money is money is money. Money is what is needed. You know what I'm saying? Is and that's a hundred percent okay. But still, at the end of the day, you leaving some of those guys, and, and once again, they're winning right now, so it doesn't look bad. And nine and a half out of ten, they're not thinking about it in that extent. But you would have started off zero and two. You would have felt differently than if you would have started out two and zero. My personal opinion. Actually, but I mean, like, look, so the views from Jonathan Taylor, you know, he has the fire and desire. The football field is, is you know, it's, it's kind of like a like a, a a dance room. You know what I mean? He just needs one dance. You know what I mean? He just he's got a pop style. You know, he's, he's still here. He's still here. He just needs redemption. So, you know, I don't, I don't think once, once he gets on the field, I don't think he's going to feel, you know, the Colts, they're going to feel no ways. You know what I mean? He's, he's going to look at the crowd and be like, you with me? Everybody's like, you know, just keep the family close. That's that's all that is. I think that's what Jonathan is gonna do. I think he's no. gonna prove that he's he's built for Indianapolis and he's uh, gonna add to he's you know, he's he's gonna be a, a complimentary piece piece. Complimentary piece. I agree. I agree. Um that's if he stays. Um, because you know, at the end of the day, um 
I feel like he'll be a major distribution to uh, you know, that group and everything like that. Uh, how they how they work, how they can function all together with Anthony Richardson at the end of the day. I hope that he wants to stay. That's 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 really all you all you can can really hope because um that's a good talent, but uh you know he 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 already doesn't like the upper management and all that when it's like that and his players and he's on his last year of his contract, he's still going one out. So yep, it all plays in a factor. Yeah, so the, the Colts are matched up against the Rams this week. Um so that'll be actually a very interesting matchup to watch. Uh, the Rams, yeah. I know they're one and two, but they haven't been that much of slouches, um, and neither have the Colts. So that'll be that. That'll definitely be a dog fight. Um, but speaking of something that won't be a dog fight, the Cardinals, who we are also talking about here, they play the 49ers. So they're probably going to get smacked in the mouth this week um, and be one and three, unfortunately. But um, I think they 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 would call that scary hours. <laughs> scary hours. Hundred percent. It will definitely be scary hours for the Cardinals um, as they travel to San Francisco this week because I don't know if Joshua Dobbs is ready to take on that defense. Um, Cardinals, but... laugh, laugh now, cry later. Word the little baby. Laugh now, cry later. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of teams, though, that are laughing now and possibly might be crying later in uh, towards towards the end of the season, we'll see. Uh, there's three teams left unbeaten in the NFL talking about Miami, the 49ers and the Eagles who we haven't brought up yet. They're all undefeated. All haven't lost a game. Um, I believe at some point in the season, these teams play each other so that there's, you know, at some point somebody's got to lose, but who's the best out of this bunch? Me personally, I'm going out, get, going completely out of the NFC, and I'm going straight to the AFC. And I'm after watching the Dolphins put up 70 points. I gotta go with them. I I I, I gotta go with them right now until until they prove me otherwise. Unless Tua gets hurt, that too. Dolphins definitely the fastest team. Definitely look uh, the best on both sides. I'm still going with the Niners. Um, I feel like they're the most complete team. I feel like um, Mike Shanahan. Is uh, I mean, uh, Mike McDaniel's a disciple of Mike Shanahan, so Mike Shanahan will know what he wants to do. Um, yeah, you know, I w- I would say that a couple years ago, the 49ers they had um, what Garoppolo, you know, they 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 felt that Jimmy Cooks. But when you, you know, you you add Brock Purdy into the mix, this this 49ers offense is completely dynamic. They're they're dynamic, and you know, Kiara Mia, she was with, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's her loss. It's her loss because she didn't see the future with Brock Purdy. You know, so I personally, I I've seen the 49ers play football. They play the best brand of football, in my opinion. Offensively and defensively, they are dynamic. Christian McCaffrey is arguably the best running back in football right now. Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk get the job done. George Kittle is is an afterthought, but he's not even really an afterthought because at any given point, Brock Purdy could decide to, you know, throw the ball to him. So if the 49ers can find a way to stay healthy, I mean, we're just talking about offensively, their defense. We don't even have to get into that. But, you know, you got guys like Turner. Um, Bosa, 
you know, they're, they're, they're electric, you know, they're, you know, they're looking for, they're looking for really big rings. They're, 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 they're hoping that <laughs> diamonds will be dancing for them in the future. So I, I'm going to say that the 49ers play the best brand of football. The Philadelphia Eagles are close. I just don't believe that Miami is real yet, even though they scored 70 points. I don't think they're real. Well, we'll we'll get to see just how real they are. The Eagles get to play, or the Eagles actually they have. I'm sorry, they have the luxury of playing both those franchises at home this season. Um, so we'll get to we'll get to see both the uh, the Eagles get uh, two different tests this year, um, but they'll be at home, so they'll have that advantage. We'll see what happens. Oh, these with these the teams Dolphins. are these teams are no frauds. These teams are no frauds. Well, you, it sounded like you thought Miami's a fraud. I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I was talking about the 49ers, the Eagles, and the uh, the Chiefs. Those three teams are no frauds. Uh, Miami. Uh, well, the uh, Chiefs have lost though, so they're not in this conversation this I'm year. I'm good, sorry. Man, mm-hmm. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are sneaking. The Chiefs are sneaking. You know, they're sneaking. They can they so. they can sneak all they want, but they they have they been. already they they took that they they took that L Thursday night week one first game of the season <laughs> saw it live everybody all eyes. Dolphin, Dolphins have made headlines, but you know, if I were a Dolphins fans, they would have to make me proud. The Dolphins would have to make me proud. So, did they not make you proud after that beatdown? I mean, if I was a Dolphins fan, I'd be like, "This is the best I've ever had." You know, this is the best I've ever seen in recent history. It's the best I've ever had. So, but I feel we, like we we saw a rookie running back uh, just just go crazy. I mean, we Dolphins, saw Tyreek Hill they, just they, do Tyreek Hill things. We saw Mozart do do things that I don't even like the guy. Mozart just doing Mozart things, though. I mean, we we saw a lot. Tough Dolphins and and Dolphins it sounds like hard stuff. Mm-hmm. They went zero to hundred. They went zero to hundred real quick. So they so all right. So th- let me ask you this: They play the Bills this week in Buffalo. If they if they not not put up seventy, obviously I don't expect that again. You know, week by week. But it but if but if they do. If they do something miraculous to Buffalo, can they get the, your respect next week? Let me ask you that. I think if they pop style and go back to back, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. I think they'll get my respect for sure. Okay, for sure. So yeah. right now they would, they would, they would get my love. They would get my love. So right now the 49ers and the Eagles have already obtained your your justice of being three and zero, but the the Dolphins 40, have some 40, work to do. 49ers and Eagles, one thousand percent. Those are the, the two best teams um you know if, you know if we were like in the government or something i played yeah they have, they have diplomatic immunity 1000 percent. sav are you sold on these three teams for sure 1000 percent. i got you Wayne, you sold on these three teams as being a top three all the way through right now yeah right now right now yeah for sure yeah i gotta say so i know the chiefs are a good team but but these three, man, they've been holding it down, and and they haven't taken a loss yet. So we got it. We got to proclaim them as the ones. Um, but speaking of somebody who wants to be on a team that's that's a one, Devontae Adams, man, they <laughs> it's going downhill in in Las Vegas for him. Um, I, matter of fact, I might have to completely turn the attention to our closest resident in Wayne to see if he has any inside information on a Devontae Adams trade request potentially loading soon after they just took another loss. Wayne, do you have any inside information for us? Man, I know that man wants to be out. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I could. you could see it, though. Um, honestly, like, you already knew from when they 
got Jimmy in the offseason and it wasn't anybody like legit, especially was it wasn't A-Rod again, that he was on his way out. Um he already doesn't mess with um Josh McDaniels, not a fan of him at all. Not a big fan of management. Um, you know, he's I think he's on his way out. Um, honestly, especially the way that the team is playing right now. He he wants to win. He's he's 30 years old. You know, I mean he only has so much years left as a receiver. So I feel like he's on his way out. And I mean, 13 receptions Mm -hmm. on, let me see, 20 targets for 172 yards. He's putting on a performance for somebody to come get him now. Easy. Yeah. I don't see why not. He and Mike Evans just need to be knocking at the door. Yeah. I mean, Mike Evans, too. Um, Do do we have any ideas – I know I think it was Trev who mentioned this a couple uh episodes back where he he brought up a team in the Giants who obviously need a receiver. But is there any other franchise that we could think about right now that that could potentially pick up the phone and make this call to either Devontae or Mike Evans? Might have to have money. Um I mean the Lions, I'll say that's one team. The Lions, uh, yeah, but I mean I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you call us in the Chiefs. Chiefs have sneaky Chiefs. money, but I would, I would love for 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 y'all as the Patriots to go ahead and grab a, a good number one again. I know, I know that's not Belichick's thing, but it could really help Mac Jones. No, nah, I don't even, even want to put it in the air because I already know how it is, man. I'm, as a yeah, Patriot, I mean, I you, yeah, you know, you know, because they don't do number ones. I would After love Ra- it. Randy Moss was it. Yeah, I would love it. You know what I mean? It would be great for the team, and that's exactly what we need because we couldn't even get D-Hop. But we want to sign Juju over bringing back uh, Myers and it's showing that Myers is playing better. Anyway, you know, it just is what it is. (laughs) I feel feel you on that. Um, Could we see teams like the Panthers or or the Bears maybe make a call to try and bring a receiver to revive their, you know, young quarterbacks' uh, careers right now? Not the Bears, man. They're they're loaded at receiver. They just picked up DJ. (laughs) The Packers, I mean, they're they're lacking a big name receiver, the Jordan Love, or a big target. I mean, they have a couple receivers, but did they bring Adams back? Hell no, he's not going back. No, they don't think go back. No, but you, I mean, you could look at Mike Evans. Yeah, there's a potential name out there. If 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 Jordan Love is the one throwing Mike Evans the ball, he might as well stay with Baker Mayfield. At least you know he can get it down there. I mean, Jordan Love is Jordan Love. He's he's Jordan Love nice. You know, yeah, Jordan Love's decent, but bro, like his offensive, like Green Bay's offensive line right now is is mad slight. Yeah, they're getting cooked by Detroit. I'm not saying Detroit no slouch, but could we see the Falcons pick up the phone and make a call? That could be interesting. That wouldn't be bad, but they would have to give up something. They don't have enough to give up. A lot of teams don't have enough to give up. They don't have that for it. It's the money, man. It's it's the money for both of them, man. They're they're making a lot. Only team that could do that right now is a team giving away something. Like, for example, like Jonathan Taylor. Come on. Like Jonathan Taylor. Like their Colts. You can get some pieces back with that. But other than that, the Colts could make a call for sure and give up Jonathan Taylor. That's definitely an interesting thing. And you know what? Um, there's a guy out in uh yeah, there's but there's a guy out in LA also that just got hurt and he's out for the season. Um, so Justin needs another receiver out there. I mean, we could see the Chargers pick up the phone. That's possible. That's so possible. That it's gonna be it's gonna be something developing to watch for both those guys. Uh 
Devontae and Mike Evans. I'm curious to see what happens with them. I don't know if either one will will stay with their respective teams for the rest it's of the season. Be, it's going to be at least two, three picks. Easy. Oh, yeah. They're going to – um yeah, I mean, uh, and, I know and, I, even though they're older, but they're 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 still they're still playing at a high level. So they're gonna re, they're gonna request a lot back for sure. <laughs> that's 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 without going. That's without being said. Um, mm-hmm. but let's go ahead and get into the last thing here: the unrest in NY, the Jets. Man, what's going on out there? The defense is calling out Zach Wilson once again, back to back seasons. They do not want this man at the helm. I mean, what is going on out 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 in New York, man? We just That's got crazy. turmoil in New York. I, it is crazy. I have faith in that man. It just felt like he never got a legitimate chance, but now it's like, damn, bro, you kind of making kind of making my my point for you not to be flawed. Like, come on, bro. Like, what's really going on? And like, there's no excuse. You got receivers who can catch the ball for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I watched Zach Wilson at BYU in college. He made me a lot of money when he was at BYU that year. And what I want when I watch him on this NFL field, that's not the same guy. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's it's not the same guy I was watching at BYU. It's not. But I feel bad, man. They were on hard knocks. A lot of them boys is feeling way too sexy, you know. But Aaron Rodgers, they was ready to spin about you. That's probably what the team the team was ready to say to him. But it's not Aaron Rodgers now. It's Zach Wilson. So you, these boys, they've seen what Zach Wilson is, is what he's capable of bringing to the team or lack thereof. And so, you know, he's, we, have, we have to make a new move. I know J. Cole <clears throat> sent a letter to the Jets organization. But I feel like that's going to fall on deaf ears because it's, it's a little too late for Colin Kaepernick. No offense. You know what I mean? I, I'm all for the, the black moment and all that. You know, this is not the left hand. This is the right hand. So I'm not rocking with the commanders. None of that. But, um, you know, it's a little too late for that, man. And I understand, you know, it's just too late. We're not, we're not here for gimmicks. We're here for football. You would, that's uh, what that boils down to. You would think that. This man sitting behind Aaron Rodgers all offseason, being his favorite quarterback, quote unquote, and him playing all the preseason games, majority of all of them, into the season would have some sort of groove with the team. I know he didn't really practice with the ones like that, but he have some sort of groove and he does and he doesn't. He looks even worse than he did last season. I mean, if you look at this man's stats like overall and you match them up with Jamarcus Russell, <laughs> they match up. They literally match up. And that's and everybody that's calls insane. Jamarcus a bust. So I mean, if we want to just you know align that and just think about that, you know, it's not looking good for him right now. I feel like that it should make some sort of shake up, some sort of move. But they have faith in Zach at the end of the day, you know. So right. you gotta do what you gotta do. It, I think it. I think they have faith in Zach because Aaron Rodgers has faith in Zach Wilson. Um, but the defense, as we see, has zero faith in him. And I'm curious if that what that will come with with the rest of the season and moving forward. Because if your defense doesn't have faith in you, what is what does that say for the rest of your season and, and everything else moving forward? Is the defense just gonna lay down to other opposing teams at this point just so you guys can lose and make you look even worse? 
Um, or are they actually going to go out there and play football? So, they still going to play football, bro. Let's be realistic. As a grown man, you're not going to go out and not do your job because yeah. another man not doing his. Like, it's not just like an hour. Yeah, but do you play bad enough so that you, so that you lose the game? So the blame – because the blame goes on your quarterback when or lose at the end of the day. Right, but your defense not going to go out and slouch just because your quarterback is slouching. But they yeah. want him gone, so why not slouch? In my mind, if I slouch, I can get rid of my quarterback – and then I'm, and then I'll be, and, and I'll quote unquote think I'll be happy at that point well, because I got rid of somebody get, I don't like. Imagine you get caught slouching, and then again another team in that trade decides that well you decided to slouch. Well, we'll just add you in that trade, and now your choice of slouching now has put you in another situation. Like you yeah, gotta think about it, like yeah, like but not, but yeah, you're right. Going, I mean, like, and, and players aren't thinking like that. It's still at the end of the day, it's just like how we all got jobs. This is their job, so they're not gonna risk their job for another man's job. Respectfully, like Zach Wilson, nine times out of ten, if he's gonna lose his job, he's gonna work his own way out of his job. You know what I'm saying? That's that's gonna be on him. He probably lose two more games. He probably gone. He'll get cut. Just, and and I don't doubt it. But then again, he's too viable to get cut, so they would have to trade him. He'd get traded for something. Question is, what would it be? Would it be a draft pick, and then they just pick up somebody and play with a a bench quarterback and just let the season ride. I mean, with let, with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, they had no choice but to let the season ride at this point. Well, you know well look, let, let me tell you this. They got three more games before their bye week, and two of those games are against the Chiefs and against the Eagles. There ain't no way on God's green earth can I see the Jets beating either one of those franchises. Absolutely not. Nope. And the only other franchise they play is the Denver Broncos. And I'm going to say this. If Denver still hasn't won a game, this will be Denver's first win right here. Maybe. It's possible. The it's, it's at Denver. Yeah. That's why I said that. Okay. Denver is just – Denver is so bad, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Denver is so bad. And, it, and it's unfortunate. You're right. Yeah. But – I mean, the Jets' season is just in turmoil at this point is what it seems like. So, I know. Denver but, is so bad, but Russ is still a top-10 quarterback in fantasy. Just food for thought. It's true. Mm. It's true. I mean, I, mean, I we can't deny facts, um, and those are facts. So Number eight to be specific. But, but the Jets are definitely taking another beating this week um, as they're at home against Kansas City. So uh, we all know Patty Mahomes and – Travis Kelsey and um, what's her name? Uh, Taylor Swift. She'll she'll be in attendance hey, apparently. Don't don't say anything negative <laughs> about her because the Swifties are coming. Oh no, nothing negative. I'm just saying she'll be in attendance once again. So we know viewers are going to be tuned in. We know jersey sales are going to be through the roof again, and we know, you know everybody's going to want to sit. You with know, us. it's jersey sales went up like four hundred. Four hundred percent. 400%. If I can make something go up 400% like that, geez. Hey, you know what? You know what Taylor probably said as soon as they started dating? She might look, thank me later. <laughs> That's enough oh, out of you. Oh, oh. That is absolutely enough out of you. And you know what? That's 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 exactly where I'm just gonna have to just cut you completely off for the night. And um for Travis Kelsey, to... for Travis Kelsey, nothing was the same. Yeah. Anyways, uh, everybody, thanks for thanks for listening in on this week's episode of uh, that was that was the best he ever had. Yo, yo 
That's we're, we're Tommy Graham might not be on next week's episode. Uh, everyone, thanks for tuning in uh, to Views from the Fifty podcast. You can follow us on IG at Views from the Fifty Views from the dot Fifty, and then YouTube Views from the Fifty podcast, Spotify and Google Views from the Fifty podcast. We're also on Twitch at Social Frequency. We stream live every Sunday. London games are coming up, so we start real early, 6.30, 9.30 a.m. We're up. I'm up. Well, I'll be there. I don't know about y'all. Come catch us out. But until then, we out. That boy Travis was like, hell yeah, hell